0: Hello and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski.
1: And I am Kimberly Regalinski.
0: And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by the Fletcher Group at Keller Williams Realty, a veteran-owned and operated real estate group offering services in all aspects of the real estate market. The Fletcher Group has been serving Maine since 1997 and specializes in commercial sales and leasing, residential sales, commercial and residential development, and investment properties of all kinds. Their entire team philosophy is built upon honesty and integrity with the belief that their fiduciary responsibility is to their client's checkbook and not their own. As a local Maine business, they work hard serving their communities and will be honored to serve all your real estate needs. Give them a call at 207-805-3233 or visit them online or follow them on social media in the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with designer and entrepreneur Elena Marie. Born and raised off the coast of Maine, Elena's surroundings have always been her source of inspiration. Established in 2013, AM is now known for its iconic mesh handbags, which are inspired by a lobsterman's bait bag and are also made using the same marine grade materials. Her mission is to spread color, not only in your wardrobe, but in your world. She has worked diligently to perfect her products so that each handbag is durable, authentic, and ready to go wherever life takes you.
2: Welcome to the show, Elena. We are so glad to have you here today. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here.
1: I'm so excited about this because yeah. I love her products, and I, I love know her, that you love her yes, products, and yes. I love her store. <laughs> and so, I I can't wait to dig in. So, so you recently um, said on Facebook that there that there's so much beauty and inspiration in everyday living. Mm-hmm. Can you share the story of how you started your brand,
2: and really what the inspiration for that was with us? Yeah, absolutely. So. It all started um in 2013 is really when you know the spark kind of got ignited Mm-hmm. Um, and just like way back, so like just a little bit about me, I just remember so instinctly, like in college, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to start my own business. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted my own thing. I wanted it so badly. I wanted just something to call my own. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't know what that would be, but I thought, well, let me just get through these four years, and I'll study something that I love to do, which was art and design. And I did minor in entrepreneurship just because mm-hmm. I wanted something in my back pocket. So that's kind of how everything got started for me. And yeah, so looking back, you know, graduate from college, still don't know what I want to do. And for me, I tend to overthink things like, like, who doesn't? Um, I'm always <laughs> like, in my head, like, oh, I'm trying so hard to like, what can I do um, to start a business? And what kind of product can I make? Or, you know, maybe I can sell my artwork. I don't know. I was just kind of starting from scratch here. Mm -hmm. But honestly, one day I had come across a, a bait bag. So an actual lobsterman's bait bag, and it was Mm -hmm. a bright neon coral color and I love bright colors. So Mm -hmm. I was instantly drawn to it and I was like, what is this? And it just intrigued me. So I, I, I was using it for just like toiletries and nail polish and just like, it's a little mesh bag with like a Velcro top. Um, and I just love the color and it had a grommet in the top. So I thought that was like, cool, but it's actually like a bait bag, which is what the lobstermen used to put chum in and I put them in the lobster trap to catch lobsters. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what an unexpected thing. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the second I stopped trying so hard to think of like what to do, it just kind of came to me. I know that's so cliche, but it truly did. Uh, it just hit me. I was like, this is such a cool bag. I love it. I love opening it, picking it up. Uh, What if I redesigned it and made it Mm. a little more fashion forward? And so that's what I did. I, you know, through my art degrees and just myself, um, I've always been creative. I loved crafting and doing projects. So I've got like a whole toolbox, if you will, full of like Skills that mm-hmm. I've acquired, so I like to sew. Um, I taught myself how to screen print. I do, you know, digital design, all, all all that kind of stuff. So I really kind of married all those things, and I, mm-hmm. I recreated the bag into my version of a bait bag. So put a zipper in. I screen printed a d- design on the front. Took the grommet, repositioned it, and made it literally the very first one I made. Still looks very much like. Uh, my line of heritage clutches today. It's uh, got the iconic, you know, strip down the middle, grommet on the top, mesh bag. So anyway, mm. that's that's what I kind of mean by that. So, you know, I, I love taking something unexpected and mm. redefining it or reinventing it in an mm. unexpected way. So for example, the bait bag, that's exactly what I did there. So if you just look at like the simple things in life that you would overpass, like a bag yeah. you put chum in, you, you know, just Pause for a minute and just think on it, and it can be turned into something beautiful. That's so cool. I love. Yeah, that. yeah.
1: And I just love the the whole you know entrepreneurial spirit. So you know, as it, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, and you know, what advice would you give to someone that is thinking of starting a business? You know, what's you know maybe one piece of advice that you would give?
2: Yeah, um, honestly, just do it. Just jump yeah. in. Do yep. not overthink it. Like if you sit and say, okay. I'm gonna create this business plan and make this perfect product and do all my, you know, research and design. Which don't get me wrong, it's important mm-hmm. to, you know, do some some of that um, before you invest a lot of money or waste a bunch of time. Um, But honestly, just do it. Oh, what's that saying? It's like done is better than perfect or something. I love mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, it's uh, so true. Well,
0: a variation a is a uh, is, uh, don't let. <laughs> oh shoot, don't let don't let that. great be the 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 enemy of good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like except, yeah. Same thing along those lines. Just like, yeah. don't just do it. Like, don't be yeah. afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is gonna, you know, fall once or twice. Um, right. But that's just a, the natural process of it. And every time you fall, is just gonna make you stronger. And you're gonna learn stuff from it. I have fallen so many times, but I've learned so much. And I honestly mm-hmm. wouldn't be where I am today, if I didn't push through, push through, push through all those things. So with the tenacity and uh, just the drive is Mm -hmm. so important, but honestly, best advice is to just, just start, just do it. And it'll evolve naturally. You know, if you're doing something that you're genuinely pouring yourself into and working really hard, that's all you need. The rest will just kind of fall into place. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was, I was getting very, very upset with Kim because I thought she was stealing my (laughs) follow-up question. (laughs) (laughs) but I I think I can still make it work and I'm going to shoehorn it even if it doesn't, uh, because I, I really, I really identify with a part of your story about having this toolbox of skills, because this Mm -hmm. is something that, that I've liked talking about with, with other guests that we've Mm -hmm. had, because I feel very, I feel that very keenly myself because I don't feel like I ever studied for one particular career. I've just kind of accumulated all these skills and then I find where they fit as I go along. You know, yes. so what I would ask is what would what advice would you give to someone who is in your position in, you know, in or just after college when you're like, I know I kind of want to do something, but I'm not sure what.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What advice would you give to somebody to kind of maybe help organize thoughts or or to give some sort of direction or or process for them to kind of work through that?
2: Yeah, I guess really ask yourself, like, what is it you want to do? every day? Or what is it that you love to do? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're, if you're thinking to, you know, looking to create a living for yourself, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, that could be a very long time of doing something monotonous every single day. So Mm -hmm. it's so important if you can, if you're fortunate enough to hone in on a skill or something that you are truly passionate about, and everybody has something, you know, everybody's Uh born with a passion of some sort, just hone in on that. And honestly, you can make it, if you are willing to put the work in and have, have the drive, you can live a life that you want. And I feel so fortunate that I, I am able to do that. But yeah, hone in on what you love to do. And mm. um, whether that's finding a mentor who kind of does what you like to yeah. do or uh, just starting to do something on your own, DIY, figuring it out the internet is such an amazing tool. You can Mm -hmm. literally teach yourself how to do anything. Mm -hmm. So um, if you can just kind of like sketch out some sort of idea, take your passion and Mm -hmm. maybe think of, you know, three things that can I make a product? Um, Can I provide a service? Can I Mm -hmm. create something that's like a subscription? There's so many things you can do. Um, But yeah, just start there. Uh, Start with what you like and kind of, Work backwards, and yeah. um, oh my gosh, I'm just so passionate about doing it. You're doing things yourself. It's not it's not an easy road, but it's such a rewarding road. It can be yeah. just to wake up every day and do something that you really like to do. And whether maybe it's not working for yourself or having your own business, but you know, do an internship, study under somebody who's doing something that you know gets you excited. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's like a really great place to start. And yep. if you just stick with it. You know, I think everything these days is, you know, instant gratification or you want an instant product, right. I, everything like, you know, you buy something on Amazon and it's there the next day. It's, it's mm-hmm. just such a cultural thing now, which is awesome. But I think something like this, you want to carve your own path in life. Um, mm-hmm. Just be patient. It's not going to happen mm-hmm. overnight. You're like, you're not going to start a business and then all of a sudden be like, all right, I'm you know a success <laughs> story. Uh, it could take years, but if right. you my, the point I'm trying to make is if you're really truly passionate and doing something that you're meant to do, um, it it will pay off. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So true. I think as hard yeah. as you want to work too, it makes a difference. It's it's just 100%. it's having that consistency. It's like yes. you know, if you're like you said, if you're passionate about something, you're gonna put the hard work in. And and exactly. you, yes, there's blood, sweat, and tears along the way, mm-hmm. but it's worth it when you can create something that you are proud of and that yes. you are you can see the quality of it. Um yes. and that's just I love that. So what would you say is your I mean, what's your design process like when, you know, designing a bag?
2: Okay. So I I've definitely refined it over these past eight years. Um, Mm -hmm. at first, to be honest with you, I like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just (laughs) doing what I felt was natural and what I like to do. Um, So my design process was kind of all over the place, but it literally just starts with like a spark, like inspiration. So it can be Mm -hmm. anything from, I don't know, a piece of architecture that I am inspired by the shapes or, you know, anything from that to like a, a color palette that I see in a magazine. So I take that bit of inspiration, whether it's an image, a feeling, a place. And I start there. So I'm very tactile. um, So I Mm -hmm. love magazines and Pinterest and just getting like visuals, paint, paint chips, um, like colors. I love Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, So I take an object and I start, I have a mood board. So I usually have a mood board for the year and Mm -hmm. it kind of just like evolves over time. It's something that I'm constantly just working and refining and sculpting and um, taking away, adding to. So that's where I start with the whole mm-hmm. process. and then um, what I've developed is I use something I call it it's a, it's a line plan tool. So mm-hmm. what that does for me is so my brain, I'm very right side. so like very creative. I struggle with, um, the business side and the organization mm-hmm. and the, um, the focus. I'm very mm-hmm. ADD. Um, my creativity just kind of takes over, um, mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. So once I've got the, the mood boards, like my place to just dump everything. And then yep. when I'm ready to like refine something, I sit down, I use the line plan tool, um, and I just plug in things. So, like for example what that kind of looks like i literally have it right in front of me i go off of past seasons of lines that i've done so i take products that have sold really well and color palettes that have sold really well and i either and i refresh some of those like best sellers and then and then i have a couple of categories that are my test subjects so that comes from the mood board and it's where my design and new products come into play so that tool is awesome and i every season i i refine it and refine it and refine it so it's catered to my brand um, and my process, mm-hmm. but it's super helpful for me. But that's kind of how I I that's get so cool. started. Yeah. yeah. And then of course, like R&D, I love the, um, like I said, I was, I'm very tactile. So when it comes to the actual designing, like I love days where I just have a bunch of scrap material and my scissors and my sewing machine and I just play. And I just mm-hmm. play with different patterns, different types of bag shapes, styles, stuff like that. And I am very cautious of like my current line is pretty, um, you know, straightforward and standard. I, I very, mm-hmm. I don't come out with new styles very often because I really like to work through things. So if I create like a new style of bag and have it in my my vault, if you will, for three years, and I'll mm-hmm. and I'll come back to it and I'll revisit it. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to launch something to market, I really want to make sure it's done very well. I want to make Mm -hmm. sure the quality upholds. Um, I want to make sure it doesn't break or fall apart because I just want to, you know, enforce the fact that my brand is high quality and handmade and I want people to, to recognize that and to, um, to come back if they want to come back, know that they're getting a good product. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: So essentially you're kind of like the prince of, of bags.
2: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. for, for, for those who don't know, uh, the musician Prince was was infamous for having a vault of stuff that it. he just he just yep. wouldn't make. He would make an entire yep. album yeah. fully produced and then just yes, put it in the vault. Right. It would never get released. Oh my so this gosh,
2: that is so me. Yeah, it's true. I have so many if uh, people could see like my studio, oh my gosh! I just I like call them my little tidbits. That's exactly what I do, and I like yeah. I squirrel them away. I hide them. I tuck them. Just because, um, you know, on a rainy day or when I'm creating a new line, I love going to that for inspiration. If I get stuck on something and I'm like, Oh my God, now I've created, you know, I've got the perfect color palette, but I need, I need the bag, you know, to dress it up with. So, um, what do I do with that? And, and boom, that's how it happens. So So patience.
0: (laughs) Do you find yourself kind of like going back and it's almost like rediscovering those things? Yeah, you almost forget that it was there. You're like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. Who did that? Oh wait, I did.
2: Yep, I literally just did that yesterday. I have a design like um, drawer full of just like ideas written down. It's kind of Mm -hmm. like what doesn't make it to the mood board goes into a file. And I went through that and organized it all yesterday. And uh, it was it was like Christmas. I was like, oh my god, (laughs) I forgot about that. And oh, oh, I'm going to put this one for next year's board. Yeah. So it's really fun. I love I love to do stuff like that. Cool. Um, yeah
0: now is is the design bar is this sort of like an experience that other people can have yes
2: um,
0: and yes, because i'm
2: so excited about this yeah
0: that is a really cool idea so it's like thank
2: so yeah so that's exactly what i was just talking about that spark that i get like i'm excited even talking about it because that is what gets me up in the morning i absolutely love Designing and creating—it's like in my DNA. I get so excited when Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm creating something, and I'm done with like with a project. It's so gratifying to see something that starts in your head and is now an actual product or finished Mm -hmm. um, design or piece of art. So I wanted to, if I could, in some way instill and share that feeling with Mm -hmm. other people, aka my customers. So Mm -hmm. the design bar is something I wanted to do for about three years now, two to three years. Um, and Mm -hmm. it all started with, you know, in, in my store. Um, so we, we obviously make all of our products. Um, I make them by hand, um, always has been like that. And, um, so it's very easy for me to customize things. Mm -hmm. So we do small batch items and I'd get customers who would like be like, Oh my God, I love this bag, but can you do it with this color strip down the middle or can we do you know silver hardware instead of the gold and i'm like of course i'll just put in a custom order for you and you know we'll we'll make it up and we'll call you when it's ready so instead of standing in the middle of the store doing that you know, in the air, I was like, what if I created an experience um, so that people could come in they could sit down in a relaxed way. When you sit at the bar, you'll get a bento box in front of you. And it's literally like, if you've ever had sushi, <laughs> go uh-huh. out to eat. Um, it's a bento box. And they're like, it's a stacked box of Little compartments and things, and they've got all of my swatches, all of my hardwares, like zipper samples. So everything that that I use to design um, when I'm putting things together on the mood board, you have your own little mini design bento box in front of you. So you come sit at the bar, yeah, and you can start from scratch. And so you pick your style. We've got six different styles of bag to choose from. So you pick your bag style, and then you sit down and you design it. So you you uh, pull from the bento box. And pick all your colors, all your trims, your hardwares, um, your finishes, and you can create your own bag. So, yeah, I wanted I wanted to meet, make that an experience because that's my favorite part of my job. So if I could share that with that's other so people, cool. yeah, and have them create um, a bag that they really love and that and they also like when when they pick up their bag, they remember that experience that they had a part in it. Um, I think that's so sure. so cool. So yeah, that was kind of um, the start of the bag bar.
1: And nice. I and we actually did that. Um we actually are going to be giving away a bag that we had done at your design bar uh, oh, a, a while well okay. back ago. We, and, oh, I I love we, how you're we, including well, me in this, but you don't really, you don't really, don't really have, have to. That. <laughs> it's that was all you. Really me um with our with our colors of our brand. It was just it, it was awesome I to, it. that experience. But what I imagine is this is so cool. This would be good for like birthday parties, for bridal yes. showers, yep. for, totally. you know, something memorable. It's such a memorable experience of you getting exactly. your, your friends, your girlfriends together and to create something unique. Absolutely. Um, so that, that's yeah. just so cool. I love that. I love that you, you give that experience to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
2: it's it's all about you know bringing community together and like you said, like girls' night out. It's an opportunity for everybody to get together, have a great time, and and get a great product out of it too. So yeah. it's a win win. Love it. Yeah.
0: So what have been some of the most exciting moments for you in, in this business and in your career as a whole?
2: Yeah. So I think very early on, like I hadn't even been doing this for a year. Um, I got an email from a buyer from Anthropology. And at first I, 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 I overlooked it. I didn't even think it was real. I thought it was spam, but I did a little (laughs) bit of research. Like I totally stalked this girl and like found her on, I ended up finding her on LinkedIn and sure enough, she was a buyer for anthropology. I was like, oh my gosh, how'd she even find me? Like, this is amazing. So that was, I think the very first moment that I was like, okay, this isn't just a hobby. I'm not just making mm. these on the side. This is like a real thing. And I'm, you know, I'm a brand now, like, this is amazing. So that was mm. the, my first memory of like, super exciting. You know, that was a super exciting moment. Other than the very first moment was when, when I first started making these, um, the, my first customer That was Mm -hmm. the initial exciting moment that I had. Like when I had somebody who actually gave me money in exchange for something that I made, (laughs) I was like, okay, this is so cool. I want to do this again and again and again. So that, Mm -hmm. uh, that, and then anthropology, that was huge exposure for me. And it kind of jet set me. I had to figure things out fast. I was making these bags in our spare bedroom. And uh, it was just me, I had one sewing machine. So their initial order was like, I think it was like 1500 mini clutches. Yeah, and I was like, I have a hard time making like four in a day. So I had to figure things out really fast. So I gathered everybody I knew. Um, I ended up hiring my first hire and we just literally seven days a week, like 12 hours a day busted through to get this order done. And it was the most grueling, but it was the most rewarding. After when we finished that, you know, when we packed everything up and labeled it and shipped it out, I was like, okay, now we can celebrate. This is amazing. Oh, that <laughs> um, is so phenomenal. that was, yeah, that was a huge pivot um, and a huge milestone for me, the first one. And then another big account we got was J Crew. We got to make bags for them. That was hugely exciting. Yeah, yeah and that also just it just put me on the map too. It really. Mm-hmm. It was great exposure for me locally and nationally. So that, and then the other thing I have to say is uh, opening my store in the Old Port. To me, that was like my very first store. Like the fact mm. that I was able to have my own boutique in the Old Port was like huge. I was like, okay, I, I can die happy now. Like, this is amazing. Um, I was <laughs> so, amazing. so proud of that. Yeah, That's so, so cool. those are great milestones for me. And those are the exciting moments that make yeah. me keep on doing what I want to do.
1: Yeah. So in, I mean, and I imagine just, uh, you know, all of us as business owners, we also have those times where, you know, we face challenges. What are some Mm -hmm. of the kind of biggest
2: challenges that you face and how did you deal with them? Yeah. Oh, there's been so many. Let's see here. Oh gosh. I'm like, where do I even start? Um, I think overall, like a big general challenge for me is like I said, early on balancing the business side and the design side is something that I still struggle with. And I probably will for the rest of my life, just because that's how I'm wired. I'm more the creative, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, like it's great to make something, but, um, I'm, I am running a business, so I have to be Really strict with myself. And Mm -hmm. I've gotten better with, um, like I said, making that line plan tool has been huge. So I've started to really create every element of my business has a system or needs to have a system. So developing systems helps me balance that out. But um, that's definitely a challenge, is just balancing the two. Another challenge for me, has been, uh, I have a hard time relying on other people. Like, I'm very independent and I'm very much like, oh, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. Mm -hmm. I can do it myself. But to be truthful, like, there's no way I could... Um, I can grow my business if I don't have help. So letting go a little bit um, yeah. is something that I struggle with for sure, yeah. and you know I'm the first to admit it. So <laughs> it's
1: so um, true. It's, it's yeah. Those are, as business owners, you do, and it's I think you hear that a lot. And it's it's awesome that you can you know see okay these are my strengths, mm-hmm. and so and these are these are my weaknesses. So how do I balance those two? So it's so cool that you that you can see that you know yeah. Um, and, and make a plan to, to, de- to deal with the weaknesses and stay in the lane where your strengths are. Mm.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, no, hundred percent.
0: So one of the questions that we usually like to ask here, uh, because these are highly interesting to us and we hope they're interesting to, to listeners. How do you f- define success either personally or professionally or both?
2: Oh gosh. Okay. So success to me is I think if you're able to get up every day and do something that you mm-hmm. love to do, I think mm-hmm. that to me is, is success. Um, I feel very fortunate that I, I get to do that so yeah I, I do feel successful in the fact that I get to genuinely do what I love to do um, you know it's not easy but it's it's so rewarding like I can't say that enough yeah. so yeah I think that definitely it's so cool. what comes to mind when I think of like success.
1: That's amazing. So you know, we are inspiration junkies. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, we we like to. We feel like we're just inspired every time we have a guest on the show. We like to know, you know, what it, what is it that inspires you? Who or what inspires you?
2: Um. Well, let's see here. I I'm always finding like tidbits of in- inspiration, but I think. One of the biggest things that is inspirational for me to keep doing what I do, um, other than the fact that I love to create is uh, my customers, seeing Mm -hmm. my customers uh, Mm -hmm. love my product, wear my product, use my product. They honestly, to me, they bring my product to life. So that Mm -hmm. is, I think, uh, my biggest source of inspiration in my business. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Imagine that's just going to feel just amazing
0: right well Lena, thank you so much for taking time to to spend with us here talking and sharing about your your business and also just about your process and what you do because it's it I think it really is inspiring for other people I would have found it inspiring to you know 20 year old me like hearing the story of someone who was very much in a spot like where you were like oh I kind of think I know I want to do something Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what yeah uh, but I, I, I really, we really appreciate you taking the Absolutely. time to share that with people and, and also just to share your passion, mm-hmm. uh, with the design bar and everything that you do. And we'll be sure to include links to your website, yeah. uh, as well as uh, social media and all that. So people can really learn more about what you do and also see the, the fantastic products that you produce, mm-hmm. which are sure. just Amazing. great hand, great craftsmanship. So That's thank all. you so much. Thank you Absolutely.
2: So much. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I ju- I'm just so lucky to share this. So thank you thanks for uh, getting in touch. And um, yeah, it's been great talking to you guys. Awesome. We wish you all the best.
0: Yes. Great. success. Thank you once again to our sponsor for this episode, the Fletcher group, be sure to contact them for all your real estate needs using the information in the show notes. And thank you for listening.